I'm pop, big I'm Brian Petrie, giving out the lot. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot, dog lock, that's the underdog. Yeah, they in the hunt. Send them home, that's KO or submission. Yeah, somebody done. Slime ball, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a parlay. Part we gon' make it known. Pick and pop from MMA tapes. Yeah, let's get it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome, recap show, baby. Usually I hide in a Yeti cup my Mountain Dew drinking. I mean, I always admit to people I drink Mountain Dew, but I don't like it on camera because I don't want people to realize how big of a fucking white trash hillbilly I am. But I am thirsty today. I am fired up. Just literally just finished the Anakin Florian um, podcast. Got to talk to Ray Longo a little bit. What a fucking night. But this is the recap show, babe. Your boy had a weekend. Your boy had a weekend. Uh, and we're going to go over all the fights, my thoughts and everything. Conor McGregor posted something on Twitter, took it down. Go find that video. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about it right now. Go find the video. Might have been drunk. Might have been on, you know, some other stuff. Very funny video because Henry Cejudo was very critical of him, so he was very critical of Henry. Uh, incredibly funny stuff. That's the Conor I love. He took it down. Maybe his publicist or whoever go, listen, let's take that shit down. I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. Watch far worse up there. Anyway. Welcome to the recap show. Like I said, your boy did well. Um, yeah, I had, I've, I've been having some rough weeks uh, uh, personally, right? I'm, I'm going to get this out of the way because a friend of mine listens to the show. So I've been kind of burying everything deep down inside, not letting it go, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I've had some stuff. I, you guys all know that I'm, I'm going to make this short and sweet. But I snapped pretty bad at a friend Friday and he listens to the show. He's always supported this show. Um, I was supposed to go to her house on Sunday or Saturday to watch the fights with him and some of the guys from work. And uh, we had a text exchange where I, um, you know, I was bragging about me being thick skinned. I was already thin skinned, underslept, a lot of pressure, whatever the fuck may be. Doesn't matter. Unexcusable. I snapped at him. I said some things that I knew would get a rise out of him that were crossing the line. As a human being, I'm devastated by it. I went home. I took a nap. I woke up. I felt miserable. I apologized to him. Uh, you know, he accepted an apology being the bigger man that he is. And uh, again, I want to apologize to him here. I'm going to obviously see him uh, at work on Tuesday and apologize to him there. But I know he might listen to this and he does listen to it. And I just want to issue an apology. He's been a friend of mine for 10 plus years. Didn't deserve what I said to him. Um, again, I'm human. I make mistakes. I try to learn from my mistakes. I try to right wrong from my mistakes. I try to be a bigger man and, and learn from my mistakes. And also if you fuck up, you fuck up. We're human beings. Everyone fucks up. And he knows that he, he is accepting my apology, but I did want to let him know, uh, via this, you know, platform to let people know that, Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm going to be bragging the rest of this podcast. Cause I did so well on Saturday, but I am still kind of a flawed human being. And, uh, so for my friend out there, I don't want to name his name, but you know, I do apologize for what I said. Uh, I didn't mean any of it. It was just literally to get a rise out of you because I'm an immature uh, little boy at times. And um, yeah, so I do apologize. Thank you for the support. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for forgiving me as well. Sorry I wasn't there Saturday for the fights. I, it sounded like a good time uh, with, with with the other boys there. But um, yeah, so need to get that out of the way. Need to get that off my chest. I wasn't going to do that. That was a spur of the moment thing, but I know he listens and again, I'm, I've said this to him via text. I'm going to say it to him in person, but I just felt like therapeutically I need to get that off. Now, let's talk UFC 288, right? Let's talk your boy hit the slime ball parlay. What? He hit the slime ball. What? Slime ball parlay? Yeah. Let's talk that your boy, not in real life. I didn't put five units in real life on Jordan, but on the Anakin Florian hit five units on that, huh? Your boy's battling back after all the shit I took in the comments. We'll get to that. 
Green Hammer over two and a half for Rodriguez and Janjijoba, two minus two twenty, easy. Yao Shannon knockout plus thousand one thousand ten to one, easy. Bilal Muhammad at plus one thirty five, easy. Aljamain Sterling at plus one hundred, easy. Woo, five point seven units. Unit robot. I don't know what that is. 5.7 units. Your boys had a week. Three winning weeks in a row. <sighs> Your fucking dude's back. Huh? Went two for three on my locks. I missed to send him home. How does Chaos Williams not knock that dude out? But Doya is tougher than I guess we gave him credit for. But how does Chaos Williams knock that dude out? He was thrown from the hips. He just couldn't fucking land on him. I mean, he had no accuracy. 10 and 2 on my picks overall. Christian. My buddy Christian, who I did the pick him with, God love him. I love him. Smoked him. Not smoked him. Not even close. Not even close with that guy. So you're, well, actually, you know what? I am the intern champ. Timbo is the official champ. We're going to, obviously, next pay-per-view will hopefully get us all together. But, yeah, your boys finally got the strap that I haven't won in forever. 10-2 and two on my picks. Had a really good card. Felt good about a lot of my stuff, but I feel good every week. I put in work on this. I work on this every every week. I do a lot. You know, it's like a literally a second job to me. And uh, so when I haven't gotten the results I wanted, it's been tough. But three weeks ago, four point three unit hit. Last week, two point six, I believe, could have been a little lower. Don't remember. Should write these stuff down. And five, five, seven, oh, 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 your boy's feeling good. Speaking of feeling good, hey, fuckos that watch the Anakin Florian. I don't think they watch me because there's a lot of shit talking going on in the comments. And I, you know, I read and I like it. It's funny if you're clever, yada, yada. But there was a lot of talk about my Crone Gracie, Charles Am breakdown. It's cliche. Crone is better wrestler than you're giving him credit for. It's so easy to break a fight down like that. I was going to bet Jordan until Petrie put five units on him. What's that? Huh? What you saying now? I went back right after that fight, commented. Oh, every single person in this chat owes me an apology, right? Boom, bada, bang. Nailed it. Uh, and uh, so I had to do a little victory lap. That's what I'm saying. Come at me for my losses. I've said that multiple times. I accept it. That's fair. But guess what? I'm going to fucking dance a little bit. A little, little salsa. little salsa if I win. And I'm saucing all the way. I'm, I'm high. It took me forever to fall asleep last night because a lot of my guys won. Sarah Longo. He's in 2-0. Blau. Another big dub for the Anakin Florian podcast listeners. Uh, incredible card. Incredible card. We'll go top to bottom here. Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Sahuto. Don't put a gun to my head. I've watched this fight twice. Last night with a buddy and today. And I had it 4-1 Sterling, if we're being honest. 3-2 maybe. It, I could get 3-2 Suhudo. I know Verdict had Suhudo winning. I think, you know, a lot of people that are scoring that uh, on Verdict, I think there's a lot of really good scorers on there, but I also think there's a lot of people who do not like Aljo. So you got a mixed bag with that one, but... Um, I thought Aljo won 4-1. I watched it again today, 4-1. You can give Suhudo the fifth round. The second round was kind of a weird round for Aljo, but I rewatched it. I thought he lost it last night. I th thought he won it today. 
you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting because Aljo's so awkward in there and being on all fours and getting your takedown stuffed is, is kind of tough. But when he got back up on the feet, he was landing good body kicks, landing good kicks, landing good strikes to the head. They're not the most powerful, but Cejudo really wasn't doing much, right? He didn't really pick it up to the fifth round. And uh, maybe a Cejudo not three years off maybe would have won that fight. His timing seemed to be a bit off. He seemed frustrated with Aljo, which is exactly said what was going to happen. And, um, yeah, I mean, and Cejudo took him down a few, or excuse me, Aljo took him down a few times, which was a little surprising. I mean, Cejudo is small, and Aljo's huge for 135, and there's a lot of those takedowns were body locks. Uh, Cejudo, or excuse me, Aljo could not get a, a single leg for the life of him. Glad he abandoned that. Uh, I believe Matt Sarah, Ray Longo said in the corner, quit, quit going out with those, those shoot shots far out. Quit, you know, getting on all fours is bad optics, and that's what judges got to score on a close fight. There is such a thing as a close fight and still being 4-1. Um, I know the majority of people will say 3-2. I saw it 4-1. Again, disclaimer, beep, I am not the best judge. I've admitted that repeatedly. Maybe I'm a little too close to Aljo, even though I don't know him personally. I love Ray Longo. That's my guy. Uh, I thought Aljo 4-1. I did. In, in, in the worst case scenario, 3-2. Thought he won. Very close fight. Very highly competitive. I absolutely love the theatrics after the fight with Sugar coming in. I know Dana regrets that because it was a little tense. Marab Dallas really fucking thrown on the jacket. Sugar took his jacket off as he's heated with with um, Aljo. And, and Marab handed his hand out. I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah. And I guess Sugar thought it was like one of his guys. I don't know if Sugar got in the cage with anybody. But he handed it to him. Like, here you go. And then fucking Marab puts it on, jumps on the cage. Sugar tries to go after him. That is some funny top-level funny stuff. You know, you got to love. And now Marab and Sugar kind of going at it on uh, on Twitter a little bit, which you got to love. But, uh, yeah, that is that is that is funny because now if Sugar beats Aljo, because they're looking at August 19th in Boston, if Sugar beats him, then Marab and, and, and Sugar, got a, they already got something built in right there with that promo and everything like that. So even if it makes Dana nervous and Dana says, I don't like it, I like when they do that shit. Get some security in there. We don't want to strike fill Nashville brawl. Strike fill. Strike force Nashville brawl with the Diaz and the Mayhems and all that shit. We don't want any of that. You know, black guy in the sport or whatever the fuck Gus Johnson said. But I do love the theatrics. You're going to run that promo. promo. I mean, these guys are professionals. They jabber jawed a little bit. You know, they're fighters. They got each other's shit a little bit. I love that shit, man. You know what I mean? And then Marab stole the show with putting the jacket on, the Michael Jackson thriller jacket, which uh, what are you going to do? But um, yeah, Sugar versus Aljo next. Early lean, of course, is Aljo. I am a Sugar Sean fan. I am. I, I think he's extremely talented, but Aljo's wrestling and grappling is is so freakishly good that uh, I don't know how Sugar is going to handle that, right? Uh, I know Sean O'Malley trains with a really good jiu-jitsu coach. His jiu-jitsu is, is a little better than, but his takedown offense isn't that great. I, I don't think he's going to risk a threat on the ground. I think the only way Sugar can win that fight right now, obviously my brain will tell me otherwise. we got some months for it to happen, but catching a catching Aljo. Aljo dips his head a lot for kind of a, a reach for takedowns, kind of like a Moron Rice. Sugar better be just fucking training those knees, man. Training those knees. Time it perfectly and catch Aljo. I think that's the only way he's going to win that fight. Um, because Aljo did that a lot with Cejudo, and Cejudo couldn't quite get the knee. But props, Aljo, one of the best band weights in the world. Don't know why people don't like him. New York booed him. Kind of weird. They were cheering for Cejudo, who is a fucking nerd, right? I mean, I know people like him, and they lean it. He leans into the cringe, which I like, but the guy's a dork. I'm not sure why people are cheering him. You got a Long Island guy in there, one of the best in the world. Try stereo your guys, and you're booing him. 
that's weird. That's really weird to me. I think Aljo, again, top three band and weight ever. Maybe the best of all time. Maybe he'll retire the best of all time. He's only 33. Says he wants two more fights and he's done. You know, I know we all hang up on John, uh, Dom Cruz and everything, but Aljo's right in that fucking mix. I know that's a tough pill to swallow, but he's right in that fucking mix, baby. Speaking about something not hard to swallow, Mountain Dew, sponsor the show. Actually, don't, because then that would mean I get free Mountain Dew and I would die from Mountain Dew consumption. Anyway, co-main event, Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns. Very confident in my Bilal pick here. I didn't like the fight for Bilal in the beginning. Kenny picked Burns. And then after I, I did the pick with those boys, I, and then I did my pick I really dove in to see if I really wanted to bet um, Bilal here. And I did. And I did bet him. Um, I just thought he's really leveled up his striking. He's really leveled up his, his uh, movement. And Gil was really great, but Gil looked so flat in there. I know he hurt his shoulder in the first round on that takedown attempt, and I know he um, and that took away the left arm for the rest of the fight. That sucks, right? But Bilal threw his fucking hip into that shoulder. Listen, everything, every everything that happens in the octagon, there's a cause and a reaction, baby. You know what I mean? He shot in, hip out, blew his shoulder out. What are you gonna do? You count that for Bilal. A lot of people are getting on Bilal. You know, there's a lot of haters with Bilal for some reason. They're getting on him. He didn't finish the fight. Yet. When the fuck does Colby finish a fight, bro? Huh? Tyron Woodley with his little ribs. You know what I mean? Bilal just came off a finish over Sean Brady, undefeated Sean Brady. Took this fight in three weeks, three of these notice with a busted ankle. And, you know, beat up, won every round against a legit Gilbert Burns, right? Shoulder or not. You know what I mean? So all those people are like, oh, you should have finished them. You're just grasping at fucking hater straws. Grasping at hater straws. I said a year ago, Bilal was the best cardio in the division. The guy wasn't even sweating after five rounds. Not even breaking a sweat. Not even breathing heavy. On three weeks notice during Ramadan. I said what I said a year ago. People gave me shit. Boom. I don't want to hear cardio, Colby, or any of that. Fuck Colby Covington. Guy's going to lose to Leon, and then Bilal's going to go against Leon. Don't know if he's going to win. Leon's great, but that's what's going to happen. Bilal Muhammad, nine-fight win streak, didn't have to take this fight. Gangster shit that he did. Dominated. Skunked him. Two judges gave Gilbert a round. Don't know what round they gave him. 50-45 across the board with a bum wheel on short notice against a dangerous guy. Pay your respects to Bilal Muhammad, baby. You better pay your respects because this dude is a G. He's good. He's good. He didn't even get to use his best weapons, which is grappling, right? He avoided the grappling, stood up the whole time. His stand up is getting, his movement's getting, he's switching. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. The fuck Mountain Dew's running. His movement is getting so good, and he switches stances so often, he confuses you, right? His straight left hand's getting really good as well, something that he didn't have in the past. Come on, froze up here, stream yard. Let's go, let's go. Dumb fair. There we go. And, um, he looked, he looked great. That's a 10 out of 10 performance. I, I love the way he performed. I know people boo, and I know people aren't going to like him, but that was such a smart fight and such a dangerous fight to take. He didn't have to take that fight. He could have sat and waited. He could have waited for Usman in the in, in maybe late summer, and that would have had a bigger name because Leon's not fighting until late summer, and then it could have lined up better. You could have rushed the ankle. You could have sat during Ramadan, but this dude wants the fight. He was one of the few fighters that called out Shemaev when Shemaev was at 170. Blam Muhammad, the real deal. Let's go, Bilal. 
Um, I was a I was a big uh, big big supporter of Blamaha. Continue to be plus one thirty five is I think what I got him at. Insane number. Uh, next up, Jan Chanel versus Jessica Andrade. I had Andrade on the Yankee Florian. and I switched my pick on my show. Honest to God, I hate being one of those guys. I'm going to sound like one of those guys. So we have a group text, right? And Kenny withheld his pick on that show, on, on the pick. I'm, just, I, 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 I'm not going to pick this one, right? I, I did that with the Kennedy fight, right? And then he just had a good read throughout the week. And was, you know what? Give me Jan, right? I was after, that was on Thursday. That was after I recorded my show and I picked Yon. I explained it on my show why I'm going with Yon. So I was going to text on Friday after the weigh-ins to tell him I'm picking Yon as well. But after Kenny did it, I was like, well, fuck. I don't want to seem like a copycat. I don't want to seem like a guy that's following Kenny all the time, right? So I was like, all right, I'm going to rock with Andrade on the Anakin Fournier picks. I picked Yon on mine. Great underdog number. Hit a 10 to 1. My buddy that I watched the fight with, my friend from, you know, Centella. I was going to watch the fights by myself. And this guy who I went to Vegas with, I've known him since second grade. He's kind of like my therapist. I get to talk to him. He knows me better than anybody. So I went over there. We got some wings, watched the fights with him. I looked at him. I said, Yanshan on my knockout, 10 to 1 is something I'm, I, I like. And he goes, done. How much you putting on it? And I said, so, so, so. And he goes, done. I'm doing it too. Right? And I'm like, oh, my God. It hits. Him and I just lose it. Right? He's like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. He's a problem. I'm fucking... I'm like this, like I'm some god, right? That was fucking dope. But I the right the way I got there was because I watched the way Lee fight. And the way Lee straight punches on Josh comes really wild. Her chin's good, but how good is it? Yan Shanan's anti-wrestling is getting really good. And her straight punches are getting really good. Speed over power for from Yan. That's been her whole career. Speed over power. But when you put something down the button, down the right there. Forget it. You know what I mean? Fucking forget it. Beautiful performance by Jan. 10 to 1 hit. Shared it on Twitter. Gorgeous number. Um, Yashanan, though, looked like a world beater. I would love to see her fight Wei Lee. That's something that I'm interested in. And Team Alpha had a great night because that was a great performance by her. Um, who else had a great performance from Team Alpha Male? There was someone else. But well, think of it, Brian. Think of it, Brian. Think of it, Brian. Uh, did I? Who the fuck else? Yashanan. Maybe it was, uh, oh, yeah, Song Yudong last week. Maybe not on this card. All right. Mosar Evilov is Diego Lopez. Man, Mosar Evilov had a lot to risk, a lot to lose, and I think he did a little bit. He won the fight, but did he really? 30-27 is egregious. Diego Lopez had some deep submissions. Those got to count for something. This the Lopez guy, the Bieber hair dude coming in, Brazilian, trains in Mexico, great submissions, uh, a tough dude, right? He's got an okay record, but I feel like he's getting better which is the most important part. StreamYard, you froze on me again. Um, I guess it's time to tell you now that I'm this close to the Siona deal with a streaming platform uh, that will get me away from this, and hopefully they will work. I'm uh, this close. You know, your boy's been doing a little business on the back end, so we'll see if that, that comes true this week. But right now I'm using StreamYard. You froze on me twice. Anyway... Most of you left top 10 guy took the, you know, you got to give him credit for taking this fight on short notice. Lopez, a dangerous guy would love to see him. Bryce Mitchell in the spot, but Lopez had a, some deep submissions, had him rocked on the feet in the first round. Uh, all the respect in the world to Lopez. I'm glad that he got his win bonus as well. His show and win taking the fight on five days notice fighting a stud like Mosarv. Um, I had Mosarv in Yon in a parlay as well. That was just a goofing new boot goofing parlay on the day. 
uh, of the fight, um, like a couple hours before the fight, I put that in because I had some winnings. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's, I feel like they're going to win, right? So that was another nice hit for me as well. All right, Charles Jordan versus Crone Gracie. Crone Gracie, you know, Kenny Florian said this joke. I think Dana White said it as well. Uh, it's not 1993 anymore, right? That was a really weird performance by Crone. Did not shoot for one takedown. Walked in like a zombie. Walked through punches because he is tough. He does have a good chin. Walked through that shit to clinch. Pull guard. Uh, the first round, I was a little nervous. Jordan was very tight. He wanted to kind of feel how Crone was. Crone kept the closed guard. The minute he opened that guard, Jordan's up. Tried to isolate a few arms, but really nothing crazy. It wasn't like this guy hit the ground. And all of a sudden, he's like, it's wizard. He's very patient. He went down there, really didn't do much, you know, and on the feet, he like I think he landed maybe two punches, one kick, maybe. Um, it, it was a little embarrassing performance by him, and even more embarrassing that people came at me. You know what I mean? Imagine those people today going, man, BP was right. You know what I mean? BP was right on the Jordan thing. I wish I loaded up more. He was the um, final leg of the parlay, which was dope to hit that, plus the five units. I know that's fake money. I've said that before. But, you know, it's nice to hit that when you're on a big time show like that and you got guys that respect you. And it's like, hey, I know I'm cold, but I know what I'm doing a little bit here. Huh? Know what I'm doing. That wasn't luck. That was a pure read. Again, that fight thunderstruck me when I saw it. All Jordan. Uh, Christian Pitt Crone, though. Let's not make fun of him. I'm going to put his Twitter on the screen. Let's not tweet him and make fun of him for picking Crone. And he's very confident in it. Let's not do that, guys. Okay. Let's keep it civil. Tweet him. Go after him. Drew Dober of a steamroller. This is a steamroller shirt. I bought this off millions.co. Matt Frivola leveled up. And I read this from the get-go. I think Drew Dober is a perfect matchup for him. Drew Dober is very hittable. Drew Dober can get taken down. And steamroller is super underrated. Terrence McKinney knocked him out in the first round seven seconds. That can happen to anybody. Polo Reyes got him in the first minute, and he lost an arm on Surukhan on like a day's notice. Whatever the fuck, right? Reyes told me this guy is such a mental. He's such a dog that it's hard to reel him in, and Ray's doing such a good job of reeling him in. His movement, footwork, defense, and his own power in this fight was flawless. It was great. I thought Steamroller would wrestle a little more. I didn't have him by knockout. Just had a money line, plus 180. I thought he was going to wrestle a little more. I thought he was going to drown Dober in deep waters. I did not predict a knockout. I don't know if many people did. Drew Nover, I don't know if I've ever been knocked out. He's been dropped a few times. People were questioning the stoppage. Thought the stoppage was okay. I could have maybe let maybe a couple more go because it is Dober. But I think Frivola would have won and finished that even devastating. The guy doesn't get tired. He's pounding Dober's face. And Dober's a bloody mess. You got to call it. You know, Dober's young enough to live the fight another day. But... Matt Favola, dog lock. Jordan was my mortal lock. Dog lock here for Favola. Um, I just thought, this guy's a great dude, right? He called out Patty, which a lot of people are giving him shit for Patty. I like that Patty call out, because Patty's not going to fight probably the rest of the year. Maybe December. His ankle injury was fucked up. He had surgery and possibly might need a new surgery. So he might not fight this year. But at least you get your name out there. Favola's definitely going to fight this year. Uh, Hafiel Faziv is a name. Come, I know he's coming off a loss, but that's a name that would be interesting out there. There's a lot of guys that Matt Favola can fight that's very, very interesting. He is now ranked 14th. He's a top 15 fighter. Um, but he's going to fight one more before he gets a patty fight. And I don't know if the, if he knocks someone out, this would be his third knockout on a row, fourth knockout on a row. If he 
you know, he's knocked out three people in a row. If he knocks out someone else in a row, that would be his four knockouts in a row. I don't know if they're the UFC will even give Patty him, right? They're going to protect Patty at all costs. I think, you know, Favola is, I think, levels ahead of him right now, currently. So I don't know about that. But I do like to call out. I think you're getting a name out there. You're putting him on his radar. You're going to get Patty maybe chirping a little bit. That's a big fight. That could headline. I don't know if it could headline a pay-per-view. I mean, unless the pay-per-view is on Long Island, but it definitely could head, headline any fight night anywhere in the world. Come to Ohio. I'll be there. I'll walk out with your steamroller. And Sal, the bulldozer's dad, which I've never met. Again, I got Long Island blood. I am a, a very big fan of Long Island fighters. And uh, Matt Favola, a must-follow on Twitter. And just the, a must-fan. You got to be a fan of this guy. He's an exciting fighter. Great dude. Love him the bits. Next up, Kennedy versus uh, Devin Clark. I picked Kennedy reluctantly. Um, and he won by choking out Devin Clark. Again, this is your typical Devin Clark. What's going to show up? He wrestles. He rock Kennedy. Big straight right hand rock Kennedy. And uh, try to finish. Gas himself out. Kennedy's been there before. Kennedy battle back. Round ends. Devin's washed. Gassed. Ain't no gas. Ain't got no gas in it. Comes out. And shoots a sloppy takedown. And just leaves his neck there. And Kennedy's with those long arms. Yep. Yeah. Fucking vacuum sealed the neck. Uh, Kennedy, though, again, I, I didn't have a good read on this fight. I, I did not choose this fight on the Anakin Forian. I picked Kennedy. I did not bet. Uh, I did I think I did bet uh, a little sprinkle, a little 25 spot on Devin Clark because he's a plus number. I was trying to keep my hand hot on fight night. Anyway, um, dead wrong if I bet that, but I did pick Kennedy. Anyway, Kennedy, I think, is a real deal now, right? His cardio checks out. He's huge for 205 pounds. Safe Sayud says he's one of the hardest working guys in the gym. That's a great gym to be from. He's got submissions. He's got at least a good choke. His stand-up is pretty good. He's long. Takedown defense is improving. He stops some takedowns. And he's got heart because he's been clipped and he's come back. This is a guy to keep an eye on at 205. I know he's not the flashiest guy. People, he's definitely flying under the radar a little bit, including myself. You know, I'm not the one out there banging on the Kenny and Zexa crew. Cause I can't even pronounce his fucking name um, train. But listen, this is a guy to keep a look out, keep an eye out for here at, at 205 pounds. I think this dude is, uh, is, is something interesting. Chaos Williams, Ronaldo. Is that Ronaldo? Rolando Bedoya. Chaos Williams. I'm going to go ahead and say it. He looked like trash. I mean, he won the fight, but he got hit with a lot of stuff. He shouldn't have got hit with. And Bodoya is a guy who I think is average, good striker, very hittable. Um, obviously a confident guy in there, but pretty one round. Well, one dimensional. He counters well and he throws some good kicks. And KS Williams would start every combination like this. Right? This is literally how his hands are to start his combinations. Chin up. Luckily, KS Williams has a chin because he would have got slept in that fight. Bodoya. Um, listen, I, I, I think the guy can have some fun fights and you'll see this maybe, you know, you know, a tough debut against chaos Williams. I think chaos one chaos. I thought could have made this a lot easier on himself. Throw some straight punches in there. He was throwing, he was going for the knockout. You're not going to knock anybody out going for a knockout. He was my send him home. Big swing and a miss. I had chaos as a first round knockout as well. Uh, that obviously did not happen. So what are you going to do? But chaos Williams did not look good in this fight. He needs to really sharpen some things up. He has power. But he wasn't landing clean, and he was getting hit with some big shots. You go against a heavy-handed dude in there, and they're landing clean shots at you. You're done, Buster. Uh, Green Hammer play. Rodriguez versus Angel Roba under, or excuse me, over 2.5, minus 220. That should have been minus 2,000. 
Um, I just don't think my I picked Marina how you guys won the fights I got wrong. Uh, the two fights I got wrong, I got Braxton Smith, which it's like a flyer and a heavyweight, and Marina Rodriguez. Um, every other fight I got right, ten and two on the week, bitch. But Marina, I didn't think Marina was gonna knock her out. I thought Jandy Roba maybe could have submitted her, but I I really love that zero and two and a, two and a half. I even said if it didn't hit on the podcast, I'd hit myself in the head with a hammer, which I forgot until just now. Thank God it hit because I did not want to hit myself in the hammer. I've had a headache all day. Don't want to be dealing with that shit. So thank God that that doesn't have to happen. But green hammer play hits minus two twenty over two and a half. Jangeroba, listen, you're mean Rodriguez. You, you got to go maybe look at a different team. A different, well, why were you not prepared for this fight? Jangeroba took you down easily several times. I don't know how you're not more prepared for this for for, for the takedown onslaught that you had. Very very strange to me. Um, but Ginger Roba looked good. Her hair looked even better. I mean, what are we going to do? Uh, Parker Porter versus Braxton Smith. Woo! I'm going to say something that I've probably will never be able to say. I have better cardio than Braxton Smith. <laughs> I'm going to say that this dude got tired right away. Parker Porter looked lean. He looked good, right? Best he's ever been physically. Braxton came out, landed a couple shots, took a knee to the body, and said, oh, well, that's it for me, boys. Number one worst heavyweight, the number one worst fighter in the roster, Braxton Smith. I hate to be hard on the guy. I know he quit because his mom died, and they came back, and now he's trying to make a run. But you're just, you know, heavyweight's so thin that we got guys like him there. That's why I said in the podcast, if you – are 220-something pounds, right? And you're a young man. You're like, I want to fight at 205. I want to fight maybe even at 185. No, 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 no. Bulk up. Fight at heavyweight because you'll get signed very quickly. But the Steakhouse won, baby. Don't know why that's not his nickname, but he won. All right, next up, Ikram Askarov versus Phil Hawes. Ikram uh, is, was my first leg of the slime ball parlay. My second leg was, was chaos, which I did sweat that a little bit. But anyway, Ikram knocked out Phil Hawes. Absolutely slept him. Phil Hawes, whew, the guy's chin's bad, boys. It's bad, bad. Um, I don't know how many years he can be keep doing this when you can't take a shot. I know Ikram's a powerful guy, but, dude, you were out clean with just a left hand. That was, it was just a simple technique. You know, it wasn't like anything, it wasn't like a haymaker, but you got put out like a haymaker. Um, Phil Hall's chin is is absolutely toast. I mean, again, that's just something that he's going to have to deal with. I don't know what you're going to do to fix that. There's really nothing you can do to fix it. Um, could be the massive wake up, maybe go to 205, but I just don't think he's big enough for 205. I don't know. Ikram called out Bo Nickel. I love that. People people immediately on Twitter, there's a there's a Twitter follower, Tom. I don't know his Twitter handle. It's, 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 it's just Tom, huge MMA fan. He thinks that Cosmont, who Bo has called out, and Ikram would ragdoll Bo in MMA wrestling because there's a difference between wrestling and MMA wrestling. I understand that, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Bo Nichols is a special dude. He's got Treshawn Gore. I think the UFC maybe will protect Bo for a little bit. This guy is 15-1. You know, his only loss is to Cosmont. He, he, you know, very good fighter. He's got the Sambo background, but Bo wants to fight these Russian dudes. He's calling Russian dudes heads. I, I don't know if he responded to the call out. I don't even if you know if he got called out. Uh, let's pop on Twitters to, to see, right? Let's pop on Twitters. No Bickle. No Bickle's his name. Um, no, he hasn't. The last thing he tweeted out was a was a little highlight reel of his of his dodgeball. So he's got a fucking cannon, right? He's fucking smoking dudes in dodgeball. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, 
But yeah, I love that fight for Bo. Bo knows. Give it to Bo. I'm high on Bo. I think Bo beats a lot of people right now. And Ikram out wrestle, out grapple him. I think that's a possibility. So I told Tom, loyal listener, loyal follower, uh, good dude. I said, when the fight comes, we'll have to come up with a bet, some kind of bet. Because I'm willing to put a lot. It could be money, could be hair bet, could be tattoo, could be a shoey, right? Could be shave your eyebrows type situation, right? Something like that, right? Could be anything he wants. That's how confident I am in Bo. Uh, but Ikram, nice little addition here. Long overdue that he's in the UFC. Nice little addition here to the uh, 185 pound division. All right, Joseph Holmes versus Claudio Roberto. First fight of the night. We had a coffee, see some cancellations. Algus. We didn't get to see Zalgas's hair, which is probably the crime of the century. Uh, and Daniel Santos versus Johnny Munoz got pulled as well. Zalgas, uh, I think Esteem had the weight issue, not Zalgas, but Zalgas came out. I saw a video him walking out. No one would ever notice this guy before, but he's walking out to go watch the fights, and people are like, yo, and they're high-fiving and stuff. He's taking pictures. It's the fucking hair, man, right? You got hair like that, you're going to get recognized. But Ribeiro destroyed Joe Holmes. Again, Kind of, I, I wish I would have put more on Ribeiro just because Again, Holmes is is kind of a, a, a fighter that's a little a mess right now. He tried to bulk up. He said he's 6'4", tries to bulk up, says he's a little too thin, misses weight, doesn't really have a head coach, wasn't the most skilled guy to begin with to be in the UFC, in, in my opinion, and yeah, he got knocked around a little bit. So I wish I would have put more on Claudio Ribeiro, but you know the whole screaming thing with, the, with, his, with his corner, it's just a little much. That is UFC 288. I enjoyed the card. Went 10 and 2 on my picks. Slime ball hit. Green hammer hit. 5.7 units. Woo! Feeling good. Feeling good. It's getting a little late in the day now. I got to go get dinner. Running a little low on some energy here. Thank you for watching. Subscribe to the podcast channel. Uh, what you're watching us on, hit that fucking subscribe button, baby. Uh, Pickums this week for uh, Jaltanameda versus Yarazino Rosenstruck. Some good fights, I think. You know, not the best card, but we're going to find some spots. Three weeks in a row, your, buddies, your boys in plus money. We're going to make it four. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, every pay, every event after a pay-per-view is always a little rough, but we're going to make it work. And uh, yeah, Pickums will be out probably Wednesday or Thursday. I uh, hopefully can record on Tuesday. I don't know. Either way, hit that fucking subscribe button. Go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me on Brian Peter MMA on all social medias. I think that's it. I think that's it. 5.7 years. Let's make some mix with our man Brian Peter. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. Let's get some mix with our man Brian Petrie.